Thanks for joining us today for the Mission Tabernacle Outreach Podcast. We'll get started in just a moment. If our podcast adds value to your life, please consider sharing it with family and friends. And if this is your first time with us, please subscribe so you'll stay up to date with the latest message. And now, here's today's podcast. Hello, everyone. I want to say thank you so much for your faithfulness to join in for our previous podcast series, Forces of Nature. Today, we're going to begin our new podcast series, Esther, which is brought to you by Mission Tabernacle Outreach in beautiful Tallapoosa, Georgia. I'm so glad you're taking time to be with us today. Our scripture is going to begin in the first chapter of the book of Esther. Esther is my favorite Bible character. She has been since I was a little girl. I grew up wanting to be just like her. I wanted my life to have meaning just like hers did for such a time as this. One day I realized that instead of becoming Esther, my life was more like the woman at the well. It broke my heart to think of how far from the Lord I had strayed. The Lord had used Esther many times in my life to redirect my path back to Him. He showed me I truly was born and chosen for such a time as this, just as you are. I'm so excited about diving into the story of this very special queen. Let's not tarry any longer. It's the beginning of our new journey together. In chapter 1, Ahasuerus makes a royal feast. Ahasuerus was a kingly title. Many kings could have been referred to under the same name. This particular king reigned from India to Ethiopia. In this book, there were captives of Israel that were scattered among Gentiles under the just judgment of Hosea. God never left the captive Israelites. He still loved and cared for them throughout their captivity, just as he does today. Hosea could not publicly recognize the Jews only the Gentiles who were at the time the supreme power. We can look at the story of the Jews in captivity and see how God continues to care for and provide for his own. It does not matter how far we've strayed from the Lord, he still has our best interest at heart. Their sins had brought them to a place that they had lost splendor in man's eyes. In God's eyes, they were still his chosen people, and the apple of his eye. Throughout this book, the name of God is not spoken of. The Holy Spirit keeps it concealed. It is hidden in the Hebrew text. This is evidence that even when we don't see God or recognize who he is, he is there. He never leaves us and he never forsakes us. King Ahasuerus ruled from the palace of Shushan. In the third year of his reign, he made a feast unto all his princes and servants. The power of Persia and Media were before him, the nobles and princes of the provinces. In that time, he was the master of the world. Just as today, men in positions do not always realize it, but God has given and set them in that position. He was enjoying showing off the riches of his glorious kingdom and the honor of his excellent majesty. 
This celebration lasted for six months. Many people believed that this particular king was Xerxes. After the days of the celebration had expired, the king made his feast. This was for everyone who was present in Shushan the palace, both great and small. They were invited to come. Seven days in the garden of the king. From verse 9, we can conclude that this feast was only for men. The decorations were exquisite. White, green, and blue hangings fastened with cords of fine linen and purple to silver rings and pillars of marble. The beds were gold and silver upon a pavement of red, blue, white, and black marble. This would have been a mosaic pattern mixed with all of these colors. I am sure it would have been beautiful. They drank out of vessels of gold. Royal wine was in abundance provided by the king. For this feast, the men could choose if they wanted to drink or if they did not. They were given a choice. The queen's name was Vashti. She also made a feast for the women of the palace. After seven days of drinking and partying, the king was merry with wine. He called his burlins that served in his presence. He ordered them to bring Vashti the queen to him. He wanted to show the men her royal crown and her beauty. It was not unusual for kings of that day to want to put their queens on display. Queen Vashti refused to obey the king's orders. The king became very angry. Vashti was thinking wisely in her decision. If she had have gone before the king, she would have lost the respect of the Persian people and the king himself. It was custom for kings of that day to refer to wise men who knew the law and judgment to help them decide how to make certain decisions. The seven princes of Media and Persia seemed to have access to the monarch at all times. The king asked them what they should do to the queen for disobeying his orders. The prince Mimukin was the first to speak up. He pointed out that Vashti had not only done wrong to the king, but to all the princes and all the people of the provinces. There was no Persian law that went against what the queen had done. As many do today, they decided to make up laws as they went to suit themselves. The Lord was not causing these events to take place, but he did turn what Satan meant for evil and cause good to come out of it. They decided that what Vashti had done would cause the other women to rebel against their husbands. They felt that the women were going to cause a riot. They suggested that Queen Vashti was no longer allowed to come before the king and that she would be replaced by another queen. They felt that this would promote the women giving honor and respect to their husbands. The king seemed to be pleased by the decision the princes had made. They allowed him to send letters into all the king's provinces. They were written in languages each province would understand. These letters gave instructions how the women should honor their husbands. This story is so exciting. I wish we didn't have to wait another week to continue. I won't have my feelings hurt if you go ahead and take a peek in your Bibles. I would love for you to send me an email with feedback to Mission Tabernacle 20 at gmail.com. Let me know what God is showing you in this wonderful story. We see in this story that man had lost respect of the women. 
The parting and drinking had caused a distortion of the way God intended marriage and honor to be viewed. Vashti continued to have self-respect in the midst of the storm. Always know that you are special to God. Never let your guard down. Hold your head up and realize you have been chosen of God to live in such a time as this. He has a plan and purpose for your life. Never let others distort what God has blessed. If you have not allowed God to use you to your fullest capacity, it's never too late to start. Trust Him, believe His word. Ask Him into your heart and to forgive you of your sins and shortcomings. Surrender to Him and let Him use you for your divine purpose. It may seem like Vashti had lost here. She didn't. The self-respect she had has been a testament to her character for many generations. Give Jesus a chance to reveal your full potential as well. I'm going to pray the prayer of salvation. If you need to accept Christ as your Savior or rededicate a hardened heart to Him, please take this opportunity to do so. You may repeat after me or just talk to Him in your own words. The Lord knows your heart. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we come to you today and I thank you, God, for giving us this time together to dive into your word, God, and let you speak truth to our spirits. God, I pray that each person listening to this podcast is going to know that they have value and purpose with you, Lord. God, if there is one here today that has not accepted you as their Savior, I pray that today they're going to do so. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Savior and you feel that tug from the Lord, please repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I thank you for all you've done for me. God, I know that you are here. I feel your presence. Please enter my heart and forgive me for my sins. Lord, just as Esther was created for such a time as this, so am I. God, I pray that you will help me start a new journey with you today. In your name we pray. Amen. The Lord knows your heart. Please let him continue to work on your spirit as we study the book of Esther. Thank you for joining us for our new series. You may join us each week by searching for Mission Tabernacle Outreach at www.kingdomrock.org or by searching Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, or Pandora podcast. Please continue to pray that the Lord will take us into the highways and byways so we can lead more souls to Him. Thank you, and I hope you can join us next week.